0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series. Joining you Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. UK time. I'm joined this morning by Charlie. How you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. I think
1: uh, I'm just really excited for tomorrow. Uh, I mean, we'll get into it obviously with uh, with the Champions League, but yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really good day tomorrow. Touch wood, anyway. I'm just excited to be mm-hmm. back where we belong. Essentially, I mean. How, yeah. how long was it? I think under Vengo, it was like
0: seventeen. I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like eighteen years that we had constantly been in the Champions League or something like that. So mm. the fact that we were away for seven years, six six years or something like that, it's uh, it's going to be good to be back.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, it is. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully um, seeing Arsenal kick off in in the right way. We're going to talk about Champions League returns in in a little bit, but first, let's talk about. Uh, The Martinelli situation, Uh, obviously, was injured against Everton, came off in that game for Leandro Trossard. We're hoping a little bit later on this afternoon to receive an update on that situation. I'll be at London Colney hearing from Mikel Arteta uh, talking and obviously having a look before the press conference in the open training session, whether or not Martinelli's present. I'd be surprised to see him there. But, you know, stranger things have happened. We can keep our fingers crossed. Um, But what do you make of, of this situation? How do you think Arsenal should best deal with it?
1: I think I think it's now just a, a thing of just getting fit as as quick as possible because we know how good he is. We just need him back in the in the squad at least. Um, but I was saying yesterday with Umar, it's it's now a chance for for Trossard or Nelson just to kind of prove their worth essentially and prove to why they should possibly be starting. Um, with Trossard playing uh, the majority of the game against Everton, I I mean I would assume that he would start against. PSV tomorrow but you never know it might it might give Reese Nelson a chance on the left Um, maybe we'll see you never know maybe Gabriel Jesus on the left because we've seen previously that Jesus and Martinelli they've switched every so often before uh before in previous games you never know we might see Jesus on the left uh starting with Enketia through the middle I think it now just it will now prove uh, to To the fans, to to other teams, that we have a variety across the fr- uh, across the front line. We know that Trossard uh, can obviously play through the middle. We know that Reese Nelson can play on the left. He can play on the right. We've seen Jesus, as I just mentioned, play either side and through the middle. And I think it's now just a time to for Arteta to essentially take kind of advantage of the fact that. With Martinelli gone, we still have a lot of options and it kind of allows us to have a bit of, say, mystery to our game when we're playing up, when we're coming up against the likes of PSV uh, on Wednesday, the likes of Tottenham in the North London derby on the weekend. Um, And I think that mystery, you never know, it could help us. But then, as I mentioned, it would be a good chance for Trossard or Nelson or whoever's going to start there to, to prove their worth, as I just said. So i mean i'm i really like trossard and i think he's been an absolute bargain compared to what we were obviously linked with with Mudrick. he's been phenomenal since we've got him really and we we've spoken previously how how kind of Im- impactful uh, Reese nelson has been for arsenal and it would be good to see him actually start for us especially in a in a bigger game to see what he can do in a bigger game for arsenal because when you see him and when you see him come on sometimes it's in a in a game that isn't as kind of important i know that we saw him come on a, against manchester united and he actually uh, essentially kick started uh, the the attack for gabriel Jesus' goal but what i'm trying to say is we haven't really seen him start in a in a massive game and with it being the champions league coming back for arsenal that's a huge game for us and the north london derby i'd personally i'd like to see him Actually, feature at least for a decent amount of the game, um, but then I wouldn't be mad if Trossard starts because one, I, well, once again, I wouldn't be mad if he started, and I'm I'm excited to see what we can kind of do with either of those options. And then yeah. there's another option in Gabriel Jesus if we if we end up playing him on the left, or even in Ketia, we've played in Ketia on the left in in Europa League, so it's just another that's another option, but. I'm excited to see what we what we're going to do because each of those players that they offer so much to Arsenal they offer different qualities I was saying to uh, Umar yesterday, we have so many different players in, in the same positions that offer different things for Arsenal, offer different qualities like Zinchenko and Timbo and Tomiyasu, like Partey and Declan Rice, like Trossard and Martinelli and Reese nelson like Reese nelson and Bukayo Saka, like Nketiah and Jesus. We are stacked with quality in different positions and... I think this coming week, in the coming weeks, however long Martinelli's out, is a perfect opportunity for us to see that uh, kind of variety in in options, the variety in yeah. skill and quality. We're, it's an exciting time for us to see that uh, essentially thrive in an Arsenal side.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that this is the reason why we've got depth you know, in the squad. This is the reason why we've spent the money that we have uh, in the market. And ultimately, um, we're going to see... A situation whereby players are going to get frustrated with lack of minutes, like we are with Mill Smith Rowe. Who knows? We might see that of Aaron Ramsdale. We'll touch upon that in a second. Um, but we need to be able to utilise the squad as best as possible. Mikel Arteta talked at the beginning of the season about how he is going to be able to get enough minutes into different players' legs throughout the course of the campaign. You know, you've got a squad of of close to twenty five players. We could have even signed more, you know, if the club have got their way. So that would have been something that we would have needed to manage. And you've also got a situation where players are going to get left out. Now they're fit. You know, El Elneny's coming back to fitness. When, uh, If and when Martinelli comes back, of course, you've got him. When Partey comes back, who is going to miss out? You know, you've got a bench at the moment that contains Smith, Rowe, Trossard, Nelson, Gabriel Jesus still on the bench at the moment as well. Jorginho's still there. You've got Kivior and Tommy Assu, and obviously one of Ramsdale or Rea on the bench as well. Someone's going to have to miss out when Partey comes back. You know, that could be Smith-Rowe. He might not even get in the squad soon for Arsenal. And that's something that, you know, we'll have to manage. But I, for one, want to see Smith-Rowe get some minutes. But just before we get onto the the, the PSV game in particular and in detail, uh, there's rumours circulating this morning, I think I believe the report was from the Mail, Sammy Mottbell, reporting that clubs are monitoring Ramsdale's situation because of just one game on the bench. It sparks this story. What do you make of it? Uh, I think it's to be fair.
1: I, I personally, I think it's a load of rubbish. I, I think we, as you just mentioned, with the fact that he's just missed one game, and then all of a sudden there's clubs monitoring him. I, don't, I don't see how they're going to be able to lure him away with just so far missing one game. Once again, I spoke to Umar yesterday about it, and I reckon that we'll see a lot of rotation in the goalkeepers. Obviously, Arteta had said previously in his press conference uh, after the game against Everton, Everton that he made, he, he had a couple of regrets, and that was that he hadn't subbed on a keeper, essentially. He hadn't switched the keepers round. That's what the, the reading between the lines kind of made out, that he hadn't subbed on a keeper, and... Um, Possibly it was Raya and Ramsdale in the Fulham game, but that was one of the regrets that he had. But then he also mentioned that everyone has to play, and he's going to give those players minutes. He is going to get them involved, and I think because he said that, it just proves to to the fans, to everyone around the club, that's kind of questioning what uh, Ram, what uh, kind of part Ramsdale has to play in in this Arsenal side uh, still, and what Raya's part is to play. I think I just think that that's going to essentially mean that we're going to be rotating these keepers often and just like i said just a minute ago they offer different qualities in goal um rye is more of a shot stopper because he's he's come up against a lot more shots than what uh yeah. what um what ramsdale has over the last few seasons but ramsdale is still a very very good keeper and i think that the fact that we have two world-class goalkeepers in our squad is fantastic. And with the fact that we're going to be playing in the Champions League, the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup and the Premier League, I think that the rotation for for these two guys is is going to be needed. We're going to need to rotate them, whether that means that one of them is just a cup keeper and one of them is a Premier League keeper or whether they just switch every single game or every couple of games. It obviously will remain to be seen, but I think that that will have a part to play in it. I think that there will be every so every so often there'll just be a switching keeper, and as another kind of like thing of a, a mystery around Arsenal, as I was mentioning with Reece Nelson, Martinelli, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it adds a bit of. Um, uh, mystery to Arsenal's kind of playing style. You saw against Everton, Raya. He he pushed out of his box a lot uh, further than what Ramsdale does to receive the ball. He seemed cal- calm and collected on the ball. Sometimes we might need that. Sometimes we might just need Ramsdale in goal, kind of thing. Not, that's not to say that Ramsdale isn't calm and collected, but I've never seen Ramsdale that far out of his box. Maybe we'll need that in some specific games. More of a sweeper keeper than what Ramsdale is. Um. So yeah I just think that this exit talk I think I can see that there are, I don't doubt that there will be links to other clubs with the fact that his his future's it's not up in the air but it's almost under scrutiny with the fact that Raya could take his place I'm not I'm not doubting the fact that there will be these links but I'm doubting the fact that he will leave because of them I don't think that that will straight away make him want to leave and be unhappy. He's mentioned previously in an interview saying that when it comes to Arsenal and when he's in the game, sometimes he might be a little bit disappointed, but when it comes to it, it's it's the kind of goalkeeper union that sticks together and he's happy that Raya is having a go in goal. He's happy to see, see, say, if Arsenal win and Raya's in goal, he's happy that Raya's done well. He's His whole kind of like uh, ideal and what he wants is for the team. That's that's kind of like the whole thing about Ramsdale. And I think it's fantastic to see that he's actually said that and hear that he said that. Because obviously there is this question about whether he's going to be starting more, whether Ryan's going to be starting more, who's actually going to be our number one. Maybe we're not going to have a number one keeper. Maybe we're just going to have Dabra Bryant and Aaron Ramsdale. That might just be what it is. And I, I think... I'm actually happy if that is the case because I would like to see both of them play. I don't think that either actual ge- I don't think that either goalkeeper deserve to be on the bench constantly. I do think that they deserve to be playing every so often. I do I do think that they deserve to be uh, rotating and. Either key part will be able to uh, they'll be happy for each for each other whoever starts they'll be happy for each other because of that goalkeeper union because of the the connection that they have in that union even with Matt Turner when he um uh, you saw when Ramsdale won the uh, essentially won us the community shield he was the first person that Ramsdale celebrated with Matt Turner and he w- he's just straight away ran over to Matt Turner and kind of pushed everyone else aside because he was so happy that he's done well. He wanted to celebrate that with his goalkeeper union. And I think that's fantastic to see in itself. So I think that I don't think that Ramsdale will want to leave. As I just mentioned, I think that I, I don't doubt that there will be links. It's just I don't think that they will essentially, essentially be dangerous for us with Ramsdale leaving.
0: Yeah, no, I, I do tend to agree. I think that I'm really interested to see if he actually makes a substitution in game of goalkeeper. That, that's what I'm most kind of curious about because if if he talks about it in a press conference and then doesn't do it, you know, people are going to start asking questions. Well, were you just saying it for the sake of it? So yeah. he's kind of by saying it, given a reason to, you know, in a way, have to do it. So it's it's an interesting situation he's kind of created for himself with that answer in the presser. I think that there are situations perhaps where you can sub the keeper. The only issue is, is that I don't think there's a wild difference between Ramsdale and Raya characteristically. I think the, the area in which you can say that Ramsdale might be better than Raya in is in one-on-one situations. He's very good. If we saw that Adama Traore situation, if you remember against Fulham earlier this season – Ramsdale has been good in one-on-one situations and I can't say that I've I've noticed that but that just could be ignorance but I've not personally noticed that in Raya as well so whereas Raya I think is a better distributor I think he's better at collecting crosses I think he's a better shot stopper better reflexes um so it it will be intriguing to see um if indeed he makes any kind of changes because he Reference, he said he wished he'd done it in two games. I think one of them might have been the Fulham game earlier this season. Yeah. We don't know. Um, but potentially it was, you know, it could have been something else. It could have been another game. But I think maybe one of them was at Liverpool, even though Ramsdale ended that game really, really well. We lacked an outlet maybe in that game to take control and the calmness of passing that Raya brings. And if he thought that, then obviously it would have been Turner, the one that that was yeah. there. So. Yeah, let's see. Um, let's see what happens. But um I'm looking forward hopefully to seeing some really interesting goalkeeping picks and and this talk of you know, changes coming to a bit of a close because it's it's hyped things up unnecessarily. <laughs> so PSV tomorrow, obviously we'll talk a bit more about it. Uh, well, if there is a show tomorrow morning, I'll of course be at the game in the evening. But if there is a show, I'm sure it'll be mentioned there. But from my perspective, I can't wait to get Champions League football back underwear. Arsenal, you know, the, under the lights with the anthem and then the rush back to the station afterwards, desperately trying to get there in time for the last <laughs> train. Um, but uh, it's it's exciting. I think this is our hardest team in the group because Sevilla are currently bottom of La Liga. They're terrible in Spain this season. Um, but interestingly, they're obviously very good away from home. Uh, i think they're still are they still oh no sorry they they've come off the bottom of the table they they did win a game they're seventeenth <laughs> out of 20 teams their win against almarie i think it was let's so have a quick check alas uh, Palmer sorry uh who themselves are second bottom in the table <laughs> so uh yeah they are they're basically not having a good time of it this season. Um, things aren't They've lost uh, Monchi, who was the famous recruiter. He went to Aston Villa, of course, in the summer, along with uh, Unai Emery to join him there. And they're just not looking like the side that won the Europa League last year. PSV, meanwhile, have won their last four games and scored 13 goals doing it. So there is something to be said about this PSV side that probably are the most challenging team in this group on form at the moment. Are you? How are you feeling about rotating then ahead of what is, on paper at least, it seems the tri- the trickiest team that we've got? To be fair,
1: I didn't actually uh, think about that. I I hadn't actually had a look at the at, at the league. I hadn't had a look mm. at the table. I hadn't had actually had a kept a close eye on PSV. But that's actually that surprised me a little bit because obviously we know how good Severe are in in Europe. So whether mm. they actually bring that along to to the Champions League obviously we we'll, we'll see in in the coming weeks but with psv um now that you've said that i don't doubt the fact that they are arguably our, our most difficult side to face um that being said they don't have the likes of gatpo they don't have the likes of xavi simons that that we that we played against in the europa league so that those kind of i'm not saying that they were the only good players for psv but they were kind of like the danger points for for PSV against Arsenal when we played them in the the Europa League. And I think that maybe because of that, Arsenal will be able to kind of, you know, be a bit quieter. Um, We've said previously that it seems like our defence, it seems to be a a bit better this season. And I think that 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 is partially because of Declan Rice. I think he's helped our defence massively. Um, But then that kind of point of rotation it will be interesting to see what happens. Um, obviously, I was just mentioning the thing of will, will it be Trossard? Will it be Reece Nelson? Um, I think that with this kind of the, with the fact that we are needing to essentially play really good teams week in week out uh, on a Wednesday, on on a Sunday, etc., it's different to what we've obviously had for the last six seasons because when we've been playing in the group stage in the Europa League we've been able to completely rotate our squad because it's uh, because it's essentially not a club that's amazing it's not as good as a uh, quality as PSV or or Sevilla etc so i think that that will be interesting to see i would i think maybe because we saw onketia play uh, the majority of the game uh against Everton, I would expect to see Gabriel Jesus, especially because of the experience that he's got in the Champions League. I would expect to see him in the starting lineup because he's obviously been back a few weeks now and he's been on the bench and he's coming on uh, towards the end of the game. Uh, maybe we'll still see Zinchenko uh, play because he brought Tommy Asu on towards the end of the game against Everton to try and rest his legs a little bit towards the end of the game. I I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised if we actually don't rotate the squad too much. I will be um I think maybe because Raya played against Everton that we'll see Ramsdale playing goal. Um he he knows PSV. I think part of this team obviously knows PSV because we've played them in the Europa League. That might help us going forward. This might help us in this uh, group stage. But then the same happens for PSV. They've obviously played against Arsenal. Um and maybe that will come to our aid. Hopefully, that will help us uh, against them, especially at home. Because did we did we win? I think we beat them at home. It, it was home one 0 yeah, yeah, I was about to say I think it was one nil. But I think the the, the real challenge will be when it uh, when we play them away uh, in in the Netherlands. Um, so, but yeah, going back to the rotation, I I don't think that there'll be too much going on. I, maybe we'll see more subs happen. Maybe we'll see them happen a little bit earlier because obviously we are playing in a North London derby uh, later this week. But yeah, because of the fact that they are such high-profile games this week, you would want to obviously play the best team possible as much as you can. And that might be where the difficulty will come. But then again, we have quality on the bench. We have a stacked squad. We have good squad depth, as we were just mentioning. So maybe we'll see the likes of Jorginho, who does have Champions League experience. He's obviously won it. Uh, I mean, just players like that that do have the experience might come to our aid in, uh, in this coming game, especially because it's the first game back. Maybe it'll be different to, to what it was like in the Europa League, but maybe it won't be because we've obviously it's the same team, just a, a couple uh, different players. Um, so yeah, I am excited to see what team we actually play. And but I think whatever team we do play, I'm not going to be mad because of everything that I just mentioned, really, because there will be experience on the bench, there, there will possibly need to be a a point of rotation for Arsenal because we obviously have a massive game on Sunday.
0: Yeah, it is a massive game. And I think that maybe people... Even yourself, Charlie, have underestimated yeah, the toughest test that we yeah. might face in the Champions League, being PSV. Just having a quick look at their stats this season, uh, a name that Arsenal fans will know, uh, Noah Lang, who they uh, signed in the summer. He has three goals in three games for them so far this season. They signed Herving Lozano as well from Napoli. He's only had one appearance so far this season, though. But it's that uh, Bakayoko, a really young 20-year-old Belgian uh, winger that's, that started games. He's not got a goal for them so far, but he is obviously doing quite well. And then they've got a 22-year-old guy called Vatessen. he has got two goals in, in three games, and Luke de Jong, people obviously know that the striker uh, he scored against Arsenal from a header uh, at uh, in uh, in Eindhoven last season. He's got four goals in in four games, so he's on a very very good run of form and, and certainly one to look out for. Another player to look out for is is Vermaen, Joey Vermaen, the uh, central midfielder. Arsenal were linked with him. He was uh, another dutch side before uh, he moved to psv i'm trying to think if i can think off the top of mate it was heron Vane is who it was so he was linked with arsenal when he was at heron Vane as well they got patrick van arnholt who arsenal fans remember playing at, at left back uh, former chelsea and i want to say crystal palace, palace uh, yes. left back um as well so yeah and sergino dest uh, people remember as well uh the american international yeah. barcelona ajax now at psv he's currently playing his trades, uh, I believe, at right back. Um, Not sure if he's starting games, but he's certainly played there. And a player that I know plenty well about is Andre Romaglio, who used to play for Rebel Salzburg as well, Brazilian centre-back. The other last name to know is uh, uh, Bela Kochap, who's on loan from Southampton this season, German international as well. So plenty of interesting players to consider and think about. But Noah Lang is the one I'm looking at the most. He's a very self-confident fellow, uh, it's fair to say. I'll be interested to see if I can catch him in the mix zone after the game for a couple of questions. We'll have to wait and see, because I know that he's been linked and spoken about quite heavily in the media. So, yeah, let's uh, let's see. But they are without Cody Gakpo. No Xavi Simmons, of course. Uh, no Ibrahima Sangara as well. He left uh, to join Nottingham Forest. So, yes, they are without some of the key players that did so well for them last season against Arsenal in the Europa League. But there are plenty of players in their place now playing for them. Um, and TGR says Olivier Boscagli is the best Monaco-born player ever, possibly as well. And shooting, uh is not a bad shout as well, but not the same level as Sangara. So the knowledge is there uh, in the chat box. It's going to be an interesting game. I'm looking forward to it. As I did mention, I'll be at uh, London Colony a little bit later on this afternoon to hear from Mikel Arteta and speak to one of the players as well. We'll be in the press conference also. So that's how it works with European games. And we'll have a look at the open training session. Hopefully we'll get some footage for you guys to go up on the channel. Looking forward to that. So keep your eyes peeled to all the socials. Football.London is where you'll get all the written uh, responses and the live blog for the press conference as well. If you're not able to watch it, I recommend tuning in over there. But Charlie, thank you, mate, for your time. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me and thank you to everyone watching and just to reiterate, reiterate what TC just said. Yeah, just keep your eyes peeled for what's to come for our first game in the
0: Champions League for six years. Mm. Yes, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear that that anthem, that theme tune, the lights, it's gonna be great. The uh the big circle in the middle of the pitch being shaken around. Yeah, but I, should... <laughs> I think is it the ball boys that do that? It's usually uh, I don't know if it might be yeah, representatives like doing it, but yeah, it's uh it's great to see that symbol back at the uh back at the Emirates. And this season is, of course, the last iteration of the Champions League in its current format. Next season it will be moving to the Round Robin system. So can Arsenal, uh, for the final group stage ever, uh, until you know maybe a foreseeable change down the line, uh, have their chance to top a group for the last time in the Champions League? Anyway, thanks to everyone that's watched. Please do drop a like on the video. Please do, of course, uh, subscribe if you're new. Help us on our way to our 100k target. We're currently very close to hitting 94,000. So thank you to everyone that continues to show your love and support to the channel. If you want to see a uh, kind of a glimpse at what it's like traveling to one of the away games, we put together a a brief kind of YouTube short of my journey up to Goodison Park at the weekend. You can go and check that out on the channel as well. Would recommend you uh, giving that a look. So yes, have a great day, people. See you soon. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way.